Hey all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks. And joined by Kyle. Howdy. And today we're going to be talking about some Blizzard news, uh, Sega being sued over some rigged arcade machines. I can't wait to hear what your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, HBO going crazy on The Last of Us, and some EA Play dropping some really cool news. And then we're going to finish things off with the top five. So it's been a bit stupid in the top five. I'm always happy to do those. Uh, but let's start off with our question of the week. What's on your favorite fictional character's Amazon wish list? I'll kick things off for us. So it's really hard, first off, to n- narrow down your favorite fictional character, right? But I got it down to Captain Catherine Janeway from the, from the USS Voyager. And uh, she's just amazing and everything like that. And so I'm thinking, what's on her wish list? First off, she wants hi- hiking supplies because um, she used to go hiking with her dad and she's really like attached to her family and she's clear across the galaxy. So there's no doubt that she's going to want something to kind of like remind her of home. So hiking supplies is a really good one. She also had like a, a, a fiance and a dog, but she kind of forgot those two after like three episodes. So I'm thinking the hiking supplies might serve her better than like shipping her dog over. Um, Next off, space safe Keurig. So a Keurig that can work in space. I'm pretty sure Tesla's working on that right now. Um, and because <laughs> there's so many times where she needs coffee, and for some reason a a replicator can't replicate coffee every time, and so you know the struggles are real. So she's got to get that Keurig going. I know I can't start my day without it. And then I was thinking, okay, the last thing she needs is going to be a little tricky because she needs to figure out how the hell they're doing their prime delivery because she's seventy thousand light years away. Prime delivery takes two days. What uh, what warp speed is Amazon working with? So she needs to figure out how they're traveling around. So that's going to be my third thing there. She's got to figure out how Prime Delivery works, and that's that's what uh, that's what uh, Catherine Janeway needs. Kyle, let's go ahead and go <laughs> on to you, man. What is your fictional favorite favorite fictional character, and what's on that wish list? With the recent announcement of the Dead Space remake, mm-hmm. Isaac Clarke is definitely one of my all time favorite characters in gaming. Right, and I thought it'd be kind of interesting to see what he would have on his Amazon wish list. Uh, I think starting off, the most important thing he would need is a tool of some kind right, yeah. <laughs> to fight, you know, fight off the necromorphs. And uh, I thought to spice it up a little bit, it'd be a weed whacker. <laughs> so essentially, he'd be revving that thing up and so I'm trying cutting to off limbs that. in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, someone like, email EA and tell them what to do. Uh, Instead of a foam finger as the secret weapon for the achievement for beating hardcore mode, I think it should be a weed whacker. That'd be really fun. That would be dope. <laughs> Anything else on that wish list? I mean, aside from the usual uh, stimulants, like maybe uh, coffee, yep. like some kind of flavored coffee that would keep him awake during his whole time on the Ishimura and whatnot. <laughs> Question from someone who's never played the game. Is he stuck in that suit? No, no, but in that situation, I would be. Yeah. I wouldn't want to get out of that suit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I was wondering if he needs like some like fresh undies or something like that. Cause being in that suit all the time. Oh, true. You know, going to get mm. some uh, swamp ass going. So you might want to get some fresh Also, undies. Uh, some eye drops probably. Right. That's, I don't want to get into spoiler territory, okay. <laughs> but definitely eye drops. <laughs> Squeaks is over there laughing because he knows the truth. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Squeaks, it's your turn, man. All right, so I'm gonna go <clears throat> with Spawn. I just picked up Spawn's Universe Volume Ooh. One today, so nice. it's the one to start off the King Spawn. But I'm gonna go with Spawn. Okay, so I'm thinking right away, 
he gets a lot of bullet holes probably from that cape, right? So you're going to need, uh, uh, obviously, extra more material, okay? So you got to get right. that silky, nice velvet. I'm going to give him something like a little upgrade for it, you know? Yeah. Okay? <laughs> to make a do some patchwork, right? Right. Uh, and then he's going to need another set of chains, okay? Because he always has those chains coming out of him. So, you know, you got to, yeah. you never know if one might break off, cut off, whatever. Or they're rusting up, you know? Yeah, you got to make them clean. Yeah. And then as like a little gag, because we're best friends, right? Okay, I'm going to give him a lighter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. but you know a little gag joke yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like from hell yeah <laughs> yeah uh shit now, don't bring yourself cape magical or something like that or is it he has the ability to, yeah, to control it's, it it's part of it's part of the uniform and he has the he has the ability to control it basically okay yeah. okay yeah. i i put up on our tiktok spawn versus uh who was it venom and i mean spawn yeah. just beat the shit out of venom on the poles so I was like, oh, yeah. okay. I mean, I thought Venom would have mm. like, so, like especially with like the latest, you know, uh, run with with Donny Cates. No, people were not having that. They were no. like, no, Spawn will beat the crap out of him. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's fair enough. Todd McFarlane versus Todd McFarlane. I thought that would have been cool to have. Yeah, right. But all right, um, great choices, guys. Uh, I wasn't sure how this was going to go, but I do want to give a shout out to GeekQuestionnaire.com. There are sometimes where I'm stumped on what should be the new question of the week, and this one was from them. So I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Uh, our, our other uh, sponsors that we want to give a shout out to is Ashley, Marco, Scott, Sonny, and Jeff. If you guys want to join our Patreon for just $1 a month, you get all kinds of perks, including an entirely uh, exclusive podcast called Sloop, where once a week we review the latest shows that are going on, like um, you know Marvel's happenings or movies. Uh, matter of fact, the week that you guys listen to this, on Wednesday, we have a new quiz going up, which is our most popular YouTube videos, and a corresponding sloop about the super mario brothers from 93 so um check that out guys over on patreon all right let's get into the news we're gonna start off with some quickies uh amazon's wheel of time is coming november 2021 have you got either of you guys read wheel of time no nope, no nope okay it was on my to-do list right like it like the rest <laughs> of these books that are around my house that are on my to-do list, but I haven't read them. It's supposed to be Amazon's answer to kind of Game of Thrones. They also, of course, have Lord of the Rings that they're developing right now. Um, so we'll see how much money they put behind this because Wheel of Time is like Game of Thrones level material. So we'll see what they could do with that. Yeah, really? Yeah. I didn't really catch that vibe when I was looking at the uh, poster that they put out. Yeah, the poster was pretty low-key, which kind of has me a little concerned because I'm like, you guys should be pretty big. Uh, compared yeah. to you know what's available, so we'll have to see what's going on there. It might be a sleeper great hit, like when Game of Thrones came out. Not a lot of people had heard about it, let alone the idea of doing like a fantasy series yeah. was really weird. And then you know, of course, now it's my life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, uh, so we already had talked about before. There's a little bit more confirmation of it that Daredevil will be in the next Spider-Man movie uh, as um, as his lawyer. So not necessarily Daredeviling around. Uh -huh. But be his lawyer, gotcha. which is like I think a pretty cool way to, to join in. Um, but then we also just found out that it's almost positive, guaranteed that Kingpin is going to be in the Hawkeye series. That he'll actually be the main bad guy for Hawkeye. Um, so I love Vincent D'Onofrio. It'll be Vincent D'Onofrio that plays him. Is there anybody from the Netflix Marvel movie or Marvel series that you guys want to see brought into the MCU? Man, uh, so the only one that I enjoyed the most, actually, of any character in the um, Netflix series is uh, Punisher. One, yeah. the actor, I'm drawing a blank, but you know I'm a huge fan of the actor. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to blink on his name, but um, uh, I just I need to, I just would love to see. Okay, so they're doing Blade right, so they kind of get those rated R type characters in. So I say we can yeah. just kind of increase that category with the Punisher movie, a newer oh, Punisher movie. Those you know. two teaming up, like first off fighting each other, then teaming up. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. Okay. Turn on. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Kai? What, what do you want to see brought over? Well, I haven't seen a lot of them, but the one I did watch was Jessica Jones. Yeah. I really liked season one of that show, and I think somehow she would make a quick cameo and give us a little bit of a surprise in the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. I agree with Jessica Jones. Uh, I can't remember the, the late life of me, the villain in that movie. That series was so good. He would do really well in, right. in, uh, in the MCU. He'd be a good villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys ever watched the animated series called... Uh, uh, Marvel's Mightiest Avengers, something like that. It's it's actually like accurate to the comic books. Um, there is an episode where he controls Tony Stark into taking over the world, and so it's really really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I would probably say Jessica Jones as well myself. I, I just really like that show. Uh, so yeah, so Kingpin though, great great acting from uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. So we'll be seeing him there too. You know, it's kind of interesting because if he's going to be in the, um, I mean, spoiler, the end of Black Widow, you see. Uh, you know, her sister no oh, yeah. you see that her sister like has the picture of hawkeye yeah mm-hmm. so i'm kind of curious we're gonna have multiple i mean it looks like with the kingpin confirming we're gonna have multiple villains it's not just gonna be focused on one so that's gonna be pretty nice actually i mean I, hopefully yeah. it'll work out pretty well well and then yeah and we also see that like uh julia louise dreyfus's character val uh is recruiting yelena mm-hmm. as well which yelena likely will be our next black widow right she's also white widow um in the comics but yeah so we see her recruit yelena Black Widow. We also see that she recruited U.S. agent. So she's kind of creating like a Thunderbolts team or like a shady Avengers team. Um, Val herself has worked for both S.H.I.E.L.D. and especially for Hydra. So it could finally bring back Hydra, which is what we really need in the Marvel Universe is Hydra back. So hmm. I think Hawkeye might be shaping up. But we're getting it this year, too, which blows my mind because I haven't heard much about it except for these little rumors yeah. here and there. It's coming this year. I'm excited for it. That'll be cool. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, Michael B. Jordan is now working on an HBO series about Val Zod. Uh, this is the Black Superman movie that we all thought was coming. This is now it's going to be a six part series for HBO Max. Michael B. Jordan's, you know, he's amazing and stuff like that. Uh, Kyle, do you do you trust him to make this project, and will he do it right? Oh, totally. I mean, uh, we've seen him as Killmonger in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I think it's only a fitting role for him to take over that mantle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, presumably he'll be playing Valzad as well. I mean, everybody's wanting that. And then he's it's his team, his studio that's actually producing it. So he's actually the man behind all the decisions as well. Uh, he's made, I think it's the newest Creed movie. I have yet to see the Creed movies. Have you guys seen those? Uh, yeah, indeed. Yeah, and and so I hope that that he has that talent that he brings forward from those and stuff like that and does something really good. Of course, as Killmonger, he's amazing, and uh, I'm really excited to see the What If where Killmonger saves Tony Stark. And those two team up. So that's that's coming up. I think it's this month, actually, in August. Um, we're going to be seeing that that uh, what if kick in. So that'd be really great. All right, uh, Steam Deck. If you're like me, if you're like Jonathan, you've already got yours pre-ordered. We just found out that games you that use pre-ordered. Yeah, I got my pre-ordered. Oh, nice. Okay. You gonna get one? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll wait a little while. I, I mean, as it is right now, I don't have that much time to play games. So I'm only playing a game. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I'll wait for you. That's what right. you have to say about it. We talked about it last uh, last episode, <laughs> yeah. um, and we were talking about how much people, like, especially dads, dads that take care of kids, 
are buying these things because it's a good way to like still be PC gaming because you can play World of Warcraft on this thing even and be able to watch the kids. So that's like really kind of up your alley. I actually think this is something you be, you should look into. Um, but yeah, so it's really big. We just found out that it's currently not able to play any games that use an anti-cheat system. It's part of the whole Linux operating system. So that includes PUBG, Apex, Destiny, and Rainbow Six. Um, Valve says we're going to fix it real soon, preferably before launch, but if not, it'll be right afterwards. Uh, is there any particular game that uses an anti-cheat system that you're like, I have to play this on Portal? What are you thinking? On port, uh, on mobile? What do you think of Squeaks? Um, I think uh, something that I kind of started playing again, uh, Valorant would be nice. Um, yeah. Can we? Can you play? Is that something that's crossed over? We could play on that? Deck? It's it, not specifically locked into Steam, is it? Well, you could actually, you could play stuff outside of Steam on the Steam deck. Okay. okay. Yeah, so Just making sure. Just yeah. making sure. Uh, but I think Valorant would be one. I'd really like to play and be interesting to yeah. try to play that on the go. That's a good one. And that would be probably a, a better way for me to try it out because I played it on the PC. I didn't yeah. care for it much. But going go on mobile might be the trick. I think it'd be really interesting to take a like a visual novel and take that into another setting aside from sitting at a computer desk yeah. and having to, you know, sit up straight and not get as emotionally invested in it as you would if you would take it Stay into your bedroom, into the blankets, so get cozy. And <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to the really campfire fun. or whatever. You got like a nice little setting there. <laughs> I have so many of those stacked up in my library I have not touched. And um, it's just, that would be a really, like, a, I think maybe, maybe mobile I would. But yeah, I've got a few of them that I keep hearing I need to be playing. Um, is there any particular one that you've played before that you care for? Actually, this week we're getting the Ace Attorney Chronicles on Switch. Oh, yeah. The Phoenix Wright trilogy, I'm a big fan of those. And the first trilogy is on Steam. They're great oh, okay. games. Really I didn't know fun. That the first one's on there. Okay. I thought they were just uh, Nintendo yeah. only. Okay. I'll have to check them out. Uh, no. That trailer. They've been ported quite a bit. Yeah. That trailer is so anticlimactic. The one that was at E3 that I was kind of like, oh, there's no yeah. way I'm going to watch this <laughs> or I'm going to play this. But yeah, as, as a novel, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah. So for me, you know, PUBG is kind of a big one that I'd be loving to play. Destiny, I think, would be a lot of fun on the Steam Deck. Playing that portable, you know, um, to think that I can't play that would be a downer, uh, especially since I'm getting kind of like, I'm getting the middle ground on the 256, so it's got enough space to download that big, fat, you know, Destiny game. Um, so we'll see. Also, people are realizing that it has a stream button on the Steam Deck, so while you're playing, you can just press that stream button and automatically be streaming from your portable device. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Do you know if it has a camera built into it? I don't, I don't think so. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. okay. But it has USB, so you can hook up a camera to it. Oh, okay. That would be, mm. you know, that's going to be another thing mm. to do. Yeah. Um, all right. And then Michaela Cole joins Black Panther 2 for a, mystery, a mysterious role. Now, Squeaks, I'm looking at you, man. Do you think she could be playing Storm? Uh, I think it's what's needed. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, think about it. Because, because of the whole X-Men deal right now. <clears throat> what? How? sweet and a little bit turned on would you be if <laughs> if if that's what you got was that subtle like character you know it's not like hey we're bringing full flash x-men but we're going to give you a little teaser just in this little uh black panther too and it'd be storm right so like yeah. oh my god it'd be just like okay we're all going to get turned on because we think x-men is going to be in the works right yeah <sighs> but i mean we could be disappointed too it could be like another five years but uh i i think uh don't Man, break my heart. Just, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't... Uh, just please let it be Storm. I can't think of any other I character. I hope so, so much, man. Because she was married yeah. to Black 
Black Panther for a while there. Mm-hmm. So she's totally part of Wakanda and stuff. Um, and I hope that, I mean, like, let's, okay, who is Storm's best friend for a lot of the comic books? It's Gambit. I mean, like, we could really open up some doors here. Uh, I think that would be a, a lot of fun and a great way to bring in uh, mutants is through Wakanda. Uh, the other theory is that it could be Shiri in the future, like if they do a time jump. So she's more mature when she takes the Black Panther role. I personally don't want them to do that because I like the younger Shuri. She's fun. She's, she's you know, a blast to watch and she's got all kinds of cool stuff going on and she's more modern than the rest of people around her. So I'm hoping it's just Storm. Um, yeah. We'll see, man. They got a lot riding on this Wakanda series. Any thoughts there, Kyle? Yeah, with the end of Loki, I mean, anything is really possible with the multiverse Fair. now being a part of the MCU. So it could be Storm, could be older Shuri. It's hard to say. Can't stop talking. I can't stop thinking and talking about Loki myself. And I know Squeaks is over there just like, oh, it was a dumb show. But, uh, uh yeah, it was god awful. <laughs> but speaking of, um, crazy, the, the multiverse though, it had me, uh, really thinking. So, did you see that? You obviously saw that, uh, message that Marvel put out basically saying that, hey, they had a group together with, uh, Kevin Feige yep. to talk about the laws of the multiverse, right? Which I thought was a smart move because I don't want it to go too crazy. Like, right. if we were to watch Black Panther 2 and we did get the older Shiri, with the younger Shuri at the same time. I don't want all that bullshit. Okay. Yeah. You need to bring in fucking Storm. Okay. Yeah. From X-Men and open up that dimension. Okay. <laughs> so I don't need to yeah. like the same person fighting with each other. I mean, I saw that in the, this recently I, I shit series. We'll get it from Loki. I think we'll, I think that'll be like the <laughs> Avengers assemble, like the next big one. We'll get it to where there's going to be like 14 different Captain America. Oh, we'll get it once. And then they'll <laughs> just be like, okay, let's collapse the timeline. You guys had fun. We everybody exploded. Yeah. Okay, let's do, do this. Yeah, everybody exploded. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I, I think you're I think you're right there. I like to think that that meeting, because yeah, they had a meeting where Kevin Feige, if you guys aren't familiar, basically got the Marvel creators in a room and said, like, okay, these are the strict rules on how multiverse will work in the MCU. So they don't go crazy. But I like to think that like on the couch, dead center was James Gunn and Taika Watiti. Like he wanted to make mm-hmm. sure those two sons of like you know when like you got into <laughs> sex ed and like the teacher would put the two painting ass kids in the front center so she could make it they're not sure they're not laughing. That's what's going on because you know Taika Waititi <laughs> and James Gunn wants to go nuts. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so I feel that's what was going on there. All right, let's go ahead and get into our next big story here. Uh, unfortunately, of course, Blizzard has been sued for sexual harassment and discrimination. Um, this is from a California lawsuit filed by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Um, it's uh, after a two years uh, investigation in the lawsuit, they do claim that uh, Blizzard has a quote unquote frat boy culture uh, full of gender discrimination and constant sexual harassment. Uh, there has. So. Obviously, this is upsetting, right, because, of course, we're, we're all Blizzard fans here and um, more so upsetting because there has been some proof immediately. Uh, one particular person that they consider a quote top level harasser. Alex Afrazabi, he was a creative director for World of Warcraft. He's been brought in by Blizzard President Jalen Brack a few times to be reprimanded on these things, but unfortunately, it has not been much of a punishment, been a slap on the wrist. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, that's too bad. Maybe they could prove that it, no, it did happen. You guys just didn't do the punishments enough. So we're at that point. It's a shame to see this out of a company that we all trust and stuff like that, of course. Um, what are your thoughts on this, Kyle? What, what do we do here? It's a complex situation. And of course, for us as the players, uh, there's not too much we can do aside from speaking 
with our dollars. And as you yeah. see, we have organized protests in the capital cities and people canceling their accounts. And while that's all well and good, I don't think it'll affect enough change for the long term. This is a deeply rooted problem within the infrastructure, mainly the foundation of the yeah. company. And I don't know if this was in part due to Activision's takeover or if it was there from the beginning. So until we get more details and as more things come out, we're just going to have to take a seat back and see what happens. Yeah, uh, that, that's exactly right. From the, for the most part, we have to just kind of keep learning information. Now, a lot of it is spilling out. Uh, after the lawsuit kicked in is when we really saw a lot of former employees come out and like, yeah, it's this person, it's that person. This is what had happened. They just didn't feel safe speaking up because a lot of times you get kind of, you know, quote unquote, blackballed in the industry. And so you can't get hired somewhere else. So there's that. Um, probably the like another level of disappointment on this is that we find out that it wasn't necessarily just the Activision takeover. I'm sure that wasn't great. But we also found out that there have been allegations from over a decade ago. Francis Townsend, um, one of the people that's, you know, a, a corporate something or other, mentions in her statement that, yeah, there was some issues about it a decade ago or so, and that they remedied, that, remedied them. Um, so we know that there's something there. And that's when, you know, Mike Morheim and Chris Metzen are walking the halls, the great legends of Blizzard were walking those halls, and they still had these issues there. Uh, there's all kinds of things to address. We will keep you guys up to date on this. Um, yes, there have been protests in Oribos, the capital city in Shadowlands, and I think that's really good. To clarify, there's a lot of people out there that are like, well, why are you guys playing the game at all if you're protesting? A lot of people pay six months in advance because you guys get a free amount if you do that. And so there's a lot of people who are stuck with a six month in advance. Blizzard is not offering refunds. So what they'll do is because they're stuck in the game, they'll sit there, they'll protest, and then it increases the social media awareness. So that's what the goal is. As I, I saw over on IGN, a bunch of people who are just like not familiar with how the process works with uh, paying Blizzard's monthly subscription. And we're like, like, just like, oh, these people still playing the game. What a bunch of, you know, whatever. It's like, well, let me clarify. So that's the case. Any, any thoughts on this, uh, uh, Squeaks? Yeah, it's just a shame because this is a company that we uh, love and adore. And when these things happen, it's a, you see like no action has been taken. And like you said, a decade ago. And it's insane to me because even in my profession, my profession, Proficient. Oh my god, I can't even say the word. You know, profession. It's okay. It's late. It's late, dude. You're good. <laughs> and my job, that <laughs> shit is like a one. Yeah, one strike and you're done. So yeah. it's insane to see how they let this thing keep going and keep going and not really backing up their employees. To be honest, yeah. Uh, during the COVID thing, they were all like, "Well, you know, uh, what we saw, we saw that they sent care packages to their employees and of uh, toilet papers or whatever uh, that was needed." But it's like, well. You got all these deeper things that are hidden in front of in front of that. Yeah. So it's like, well, do you really give a fuck about your employees or not? And to be honest, like anything that as the customers are doing, uh, you say about the sit and protest, you know, whatever you're doing in a video game. I mean, I get you're doing, you know, you're you're trying to create that social media awareness, but it ain't shit that's solving into the real world. So what needs yeah. to be like the action needs to be taken uh, on Blizzard. And if this is a company that is going to be only not not responding to this concern then they're not a company that i could endure as much anymore you know you got to protect yeah. everyone uh male or female i don't give a fuck who it is you got to protect the people so well said man very well said yeah. yeah it yeah and you're familiar with with the hr stuff like that and I, i'm always interested in what you think about yeah. this stuff and mm. you know that where it's just like you can't 
let this happen. Like it's just it's no, one strike and you're out. That's what I'm telling you. Like where I'm at right now, it's one strike and you better be if you're not fired, you're definitely not even in the same area as with someone, even if it's like yep. a little tiny, no harm, no foul. Mm. Like and it's crazy to to hear that you said this has been happening decades and it's just put in a put in a drawer and put away for later. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think we should finish with your words there. I think that's, I think you're hundred percent right. And that's, we'll keep up on it guys. If there's any more that spill out, follow the website, geekfreakspodcast.com where we'll, you know, keep doing this stuff. All right, let's move on to something, uh, I guess a little bit funner. Sega's uh, arcade machines, uh, the key master. First question. Are you guys familiar with the key master? Or do you guys know what that machine is? It's got like these like yes. lock shapes. You put the, try to put the key in there. You know what I'm saying? And try to win mm-hmm. the prize. Have you ever won? Squeaks. No, I have never won. <laughs> and I fucking know why now. <laughs> <laughs> Try to join in on this lawsuit now. <laughs> yeah. Kyle, are you an arcade master? Have you ever won this thing? I haven't had the opportunity to lose to that machine, so I consider <laughs> myself <go>. lucky. <laughs> to make your Sega deposit. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, uh, um, a man named Marcelo uh, Muto out of California has initiated. It's a class action lawsuit, but he's the one leading the front. A $5 million lawsuit against Sega over damages for their Keymaster machine. Uh, he's saying that the machine is rigged. So what what the what the site or the I'm sorry, the suit is claiming is there is a hard threshold of 700 that if 700 people have not lost before you play, you cannot win. Um, so I, the idea is that like, oh, well, then it's making sure that the you know owner of the machine still makes a little bit of money back. Uh, the trick to this, now, after I wrote this article and I was like, hey, Jonathan, can you read this article and just kind of give it a once over? Because he used to repair these machines and, and actually work on them back in his younger days. And he's like, well, it's a little gray, not necessarily black and white, because it says all arcade machines have a threshold. It's whether or not it's hard or soft. So, for example, the 700 thing, he says you could still win at the 500 if you're very lucky. But if you do win at the 500, then that machine is going to make sure that nobody wins until 900 just so that it levels out to the 700 and it kind of just, it balances things out. And then, so this lawsuit's basically saying that that like back and forth doesn't exist. And worst of all, it's not stated on the machine. Uh, this kind of reminds me of like the loot boxes and gambling and stuff like that. Knowing these, would you still try to play this machine squeaks? Yes, because I'm a hardcore gambler and I can't stop being a non-addict. Max bet, man. Max bet. This is this is confessions coming out right now, guys. So, I live next to a fucking casino. It's been miserable. Oh no! Okay. Have you been going to that casino it's, a lot? I was wondering that. Well, I I had one bad night, so I haven't been since. But yeah, yeah. We're, so, we're gonna see that, that just, Funko Pop say that. shelf empty one night. Like, oh this man, is, <laughs> Hard Rock came a knocking. Oh shit! But uh, I would still try it, you know, because yeah. like I said, I'm a gambler, so. It's kind of like I always kind of go and play in these arcade games knowing that anyway, like as like a gamble situation. Yeah. Um, it's just unfortunately when you're at it because, you know, you have the little chance of getting your money back. Um, well, if you play prize games, I guess you can, you know, get something out of it. But uh, I would still try it. Actually, because we're talking about it, I probably want to try it more often. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. It's funny because as soon as I wrote this article and Jonathan reviewed it and everything for me. Uh, he's been sending me TikToks of people winning the key, the key master machine. I'm like, I get that, Jonathan. I'm telling you, there's a lawsuit. Like, I, I'm not necessarily the guy saying like they're cheaters. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a lawsuit. Yeah. He's like, I'm proving it. To, he's like trying to prove Sega right, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Now, 
Have you seen the video where somebody kept winning at that game and then they were kicking him out? Hmm. I haven't seen that. I have seen somebody I've win seen it twice. That. And then I yeah, was, I've seen that, and I was yeah. like, that's weird. Yeah, well, and if you hear the guy's dialogue exactly, he's like, oh, it's somebody's turn to win. So he even says it like, they've got past the threshold, now it's time for somebody to win. I could win this now. And he won, you know, these two Amazon gift cards. So it's like hmm. these, like, certain thresholds. They're still passing, you know. So you think he just kind of, like, scoots that tiny, yeah, little tiny bit when you that's stop what it? Okay. In, in the filings, it's saying that, You'll aim it dead on, but as it goes in, it moves just so slightly a bit, so it looks like you overshoot it. Mm. And so it's actually mm. always overshooting. And it, I mean, the claw machine's got to be the worst freaking bandit of this thing, where it's like, just have more strength, claw machine. Like, I've got yeah, it in exactly. my hands. I need that, you know, giant seal or whatever it is. And uh, yeah. there it goes. It's away. So yeah. this uh, Sega has actually been sued in 2013 and 2015 for the same issue, but the judge has rejected the cases. This is the first time it's getting to this level. Um, now, I think one thing that's very damning for Sega is there's a new version of this machine out uh, called the Prize Locker, and it has removed the threshold. So clearly it was a problem. Kyle, do you think that's damning for Sega, so that they removed it already? Uh, damning? I'm not too sure. It kind of shows that they were aware of it. So maybe mm-hmm. they came to their senses and realized, oh, this can get us in trouble. So I think yeah. they removed that threshold to you know, put themselves out of harm's way preemptively. Yeah. Preemptively. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to stop getting sued so many times <laughs> over this dang thing. Yeah. 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 So do you think it's fair for a arcade bowling alley, whatever that has this thing, the theaters like that to have some sort of threshold control over their machines? What do you think there, Kyle? Well, yes and no. I mean, of course, if a machine pays out too much, it's not going to be a business. It's not going to accrue uh profit whatsoever like uh mm-hmm. casinos in general you know they play by the house rules and they're designed in a way to you know draw money from the customer so they, otherwise they wouldn't yeah. be in existence um good example i have is a game called dragon spin i'm not sure if you played that one squeaks but uh that's a really fun one you should try it is that kind of like the fish one where you just kind of pull down and it spins uh, or somewhat it's more of okay. a video arcade style than a lever oh, okay, okay. you know that you pull on but oh, I uh, love the lovers. <laughs> you get these yeah. uh, pearls sometimes, and you have to pick out which pearls are the winning ones. But I always get the lowest one, like it's preemptively chosen. So yeah. it doesn't really feel like yeah. you have free choice. It's just, yeah. you know, programmed that way to make it seem like you have the illusion of choice. And I feel like this is just another example of that. The illusion of choice. That is such a great term for it. I, yeah. I play this, this pool, like billiards game on my phone. And every day you log in, you get to spin a wheel for extra, you know, coins or whatever. And it's like shows 10,000 and stuff like that. And I mean, every day it hits 100, the minimum, every single day. So it's like, okay, guys, I get it. You just, can we just get past this part? You just hand me 100 coins so I can get to the game. Yeah, it's just like illusion. What do you think, Squeeze? Do you think it's fair for these companies to have these thresholds in place? Uh, it's kind of tough because then one day if they don't, you're going to walk into one of these, you know, bowling alley arcades and there's going to be absolutely no prizes. Yeah, and that's boring as shit, right? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) then it's like, okay, what am I doing here? You know, I mean, I'm gonna go to the ticket booth, and that's all I could, I could get. You know, I mean, yeah, I want to win the iPad at the key machine. You know, that's the last (laughs) thing you want to see is an empty machine. So I kind of get it, but man, let's just say for example, seven hundred. Yikes! Like, even get that many people playing on a machine like that? How long would that take? Damn, 
That's yeah, a good exactly. question. Yeah. I think at like the strikes bowling alley, that probably would have taken like two weeks per prize win. Mm. In this. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy. It it, it mm. makes me miss the good old days, which I think like I mean, I don't know about well, like when I was real young and go to the arcade machine, every so often there would be that kid that was like he went to a different school and was like half a legend. But would sit there on the pinball machine and just like own the shit of that thing. Or would sit on Mortal Kombat 3 and be untouchable. And it just kind of, I kind of like miss those arcade legends. Um, and these thresholds kind of like, are like, no, 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 no. We don't need anybody to be amazing. They're just going to nerf everything. So it's, it kind of takes something out of it for me. All right. Uh, HBO, they're putting out the big books for uh, The Last of Us. Uh, you guys are not familiar with The Last of Us. It's an amazing PlayStation game with a fantastic story. If you haven't played the game, at least watch the ga- the playthroughs. That's kind of how I consumed it the first time. Uh, so check it out, guys. Um, there was a news report out of uh, Alberta because they're putting a lot of money into this little town called Fort McLeod. And um, it's just been a real big boon for the company or for the for the city. And they were saying that the, the, each episode is costing about $10 million to make. It's 10 episodes for the first season. So that first season is coming in at $100 million huge money for the local economy and from what i've seen like all they're doing is like changing the names on street signs because it has to be dystopian right we all know what last of us is like uh so they got to add some like random stuff on the floors but a lot of it's just like oh that was bob's dentist now it's dan's dentist stuff like that so it's real weird like that um let's compare this to some of the other shows real quick before we go into discussing it game of thrones had a range of 10 to 15 for that final season but it was only six episodes and the First seasons, the earlier seasons were all five million around there. Mandalorian cost Disney eight million per episode, uh, but they were also like kind of starting the stagecraft technology. So some of that cost was just Disney like learning and controlling this new way of filming things, which I think is really paying off. The Witcher is now using it, um, and then of course I, I put in here the notes: Pedro Pascal's on all these shows, so that shows <laughs> that the guy's the golden goose, and he's worth all the kinds of cash. Uh, when you hear that a show is is costing a ton of money, do you have that kind of innate feeling like, oh, this is going to be a good show? What are your thoughts, Squeaks? Oh, hell yeah. Because I get excited for how much is being spent at Lord of the Rings on Amazon. So I'm like, the more money that's in it, then I'm like, I'm just that much like my expectations are getting a little higher. Now, this Last of Us, I was shocked to hear the 10 million per episode. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But now it's like, it really does. I mean, for me, it really brings my expectations higher. So... Please don't let me down. Yeah, that's all I can. Especially this Lord of the Rings one. I know I'm kind of switching the shows here, but no, please don't let me down on that one. <laughs> Dude, I, I am so invested in that. And then we talked about last week how stunt people are just getting injured left and right on the on the set. And oh, like, sweet. <laughs> you're like, at least there's a lot of stunts. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I will say like that that series is costing just some crazy $250 million numbers. But they spent like $150 million on getting the rights to use the name Lord of the Rings. So mm-hmm. it's still a lot, but you got to remember that like it's, it's within line of like this one, The Last of Us. Yeah. Okay. What, about, what about you, Kyle? When you hear these big budgets, are you kind of like, ooh, this is going to be good? Absolutely. Uh, with yeah. Last of Us, this is really like the first of its kind, really. Like a fully serialized drama based off of a video game property. And I think they couldn't have gone with a better option. Than picking The Last of Us. I think there's a lot of potential yeah. for the universe to tell a good story, as well as the characters themselves, Joel and Ellie. I'm not too sure on the casting yet, but I think knowing HBO, they'll knock it out of the park. 
Oh, I'm so happy with the casting so far. Yeah, with Pedro Pascal and the one that played uh, uh, the little bear from Game of Thrones. Like, I'm so happy for, for both those characters to be in there. Um, all right, so my next question, because it's not on the notes, I'll give you guys some time on this one. You, got, you, got, you made a really great point, The Last of Us being a video game made into a series. Is there another video game you'd want to see that done to? And then while you guys are thinking about that, I will mention that, uh, yeah, when I do hear that the budget's very big, what I like is it shows that the production company is taking the project seriously. Like They're not going to put that kind of money out if they're just gambling on it. And a lot of times there's a show like The Witcher that they'll put a lot of money on and it just happens to do really well and then they'll like they'll double down on the investment. And the same thing actually happened with Game of Thrones. But the fact that HBO Warner Brothers is putting out this kind of cash on a video game series just it shows me that they're taking my opinion seriously. Like they know that hey gamers are are you know dedicated fans. They'll come out in droves for this and I feel really good about that. Uh, so is there another video game you guys think there should be a show about? Uh, yeah, so this is, uh, I wouldn't say underrated, but an underappreciated game because the gameplay wasn't that great, but the story was amazing, and I wish they would just come out with more of it. But I'm going to say The Order 1886. Oh, fuck me too, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. No way. Yep, yep. This, is, this is the only game, first and only game probably for the rest of my life, that I've gotten a platinum play, PlayStation trophy for. Yeah. Like, I've been in this game probably four times. I don't have a PS4 and I got a discless PS5, but I'll probably rebuy a PS4 soon just to replay it just mm -hmm. randomly. Um, this game, I wish there was just novels of this game, comics of this thing, anything. I just want to be more comics in this world. This would be really good. This, ugh, this world is fucking gorgeous and it sucks that the gameplay sucked on it. Um, but I just, I mean, like I said, I probably beat it three or four times because I just yeah. love that the lichens and the van, the, the vampires is just, ugh. The, dude, yeah, the setting it. is so good. Exactly. It's like, yeah. okay, so you guys know how hyped you were as kids watching that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Think of mm -hmm. that. But like, yeah. it was like, imagine a good budget on that. And it's all vampires <laughs> and werewolves. Uh, yeah. And, and, a, and a crew of like Van Helsing level badasses hunting them down. It's so Exactly. Dope. Like steampunk, London. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it was so amazing. It's so yeah. good. And it's so underappreciated. Because, yeah. yeah, the gameplay was just mediocre. And, of course, I know everybody's going to be like, well, Netflix has the order that's supposed to be in the same universe. It's not the same thing. It's you got to have that Victorian era yeah. steampunk badassery. That's a really good choice. Yeah. Amazing. Kyle, that's crazy that you're thinking that. Well, I'm that was down. on my short list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, oh, 1886, okay. man, 1886. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think there, Kyle? You know, uh, speaking of werewolves and vampires, I think a great one would actually be like the Vampire the Masquerade series. Like, oh, yeah. I think overall, it's a bit of a, you know, dead franchise now, but with the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 coming out, maybe. We'll see. But, uh, you know, in the same vein as like True Blood, something like that, I think it'd be a really good show to watch overall. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that fandom, while quiet, like every time you hear about a delay, they speak up. So I think there's like a quiet fandom that's out there just like just steaming, waiting for this thing. That would be a good one. And I don't think the budget would be so crazy, you know, it would be, it'd be pretty dope. You guys got to watch, if you're a vampire fans, by the way, both of you guys seem to be with these. Uh, what we do in the shadows, I know I've sent you the trailer, Squeaks. It's on, <laughs> on FX, and it's hilarious. Now check great that show. out. You great did. show. How come on? Oh, you watched it? Oh, isn't it great? Mm -hmm. Taika Waititi did it? It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, how come I, I know I saw that trailer. 
But I don't know why I didn't. I just didn't not watch it. Because you don't <laughs> trust my opinion, damn it. I think that's exactly Probably. what it is. Probably. But you know what? I know I need to stop doing that because, I mean, you recommend, recommend Veep. I mean, and that was really good. And Actually, Avatar The Last Airbender. Hell. And Star Trek. That's true. That's true. And yeah, now I'm hella into Star Trek, so fine i'll listen to you now <laughs> that's a good yeah and i was just actually it's funny because i was telling kyle earlier we were doing another show where i was like i need to listen to daniel sometimes i brush off a lot of what he says when he suggests something but he did like call discord before discord was popular and like all these different things mm. so i think he's like he might be like an oracle for shit like that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh oh, let's shit. go ahead and go into the ea play and we're gonna start oh, off yeah. with the only thing that really matters dead space uh. remake uh, first reactions, we'll go Kyle, because Squeaks has got to dance it off for us, I think. So what's your first reactions, Kyle? Well, as well as making a great franchise to boot into like a movie trilogy, like, along with the lines oh. of like John Carpenter's The Thing or Event Horizon, this mm -hmm. is probably the next best thing. And I'm really excited for it. I'm a huge fan of the original games. I've read all the you know, books and comics I could get my hands on, saw the movies. And honestly, the way the series ended, it was just such a blue ball ending. Spoiler alert, it basically ends with everyone dying. And it's like, why? Why did that happen? And mm -hmm. going into this remake, I think it's a great opportunity to build it back up to that point and continue that story if it's successful. Yeah. I'm excited as a person who hasn't played it yet to really get into it. I did not know there was comic books, which means I'm going to be finding these comic books on comiXology and checking those out it seems like a really cool world for that what are your thoughts there squeaks um i immediately ran to the bathroom so i'm <laughs> <laughs> not saying what happened but i'm just i'm just that's all i'm gonna say uh dead space i've been preaching out preaching forever ever since the first one is my favorite video game horror series that's ever been made that's yeah. high praise for you you're a big I horror agree, man. man i would agree yeah oh my god it's so freaking amazing um so it is so amazing to me and i hold it dear in my heart that i'm not a remake fan i don't want remakes i'd rather just have like a dead space 4 right yep. but yep. for this one i give no shits if you're gonna do it from the ground up brand new totally like different maybe views and ways to control your person or whatever the hell i am so down i'll probably if anything just replay two and three uh i'm just gonna throw it out here too it's like by far one of my favorite mm -hmm. ones um but uh, I will replay two and three, and then just get ready for this remake. I freaking love this game. I know that's my way, my way, my feelings for like Bioshock. If they were to remake Bioshock one, like instead of going with the next Bioshock, I'd feel the same way. I'm like, yes, I'm fine with that. That's perfect. Yeah, and just yeah. gotta get us back into this world. Um, yeah, again, new to Dead Space. I'm excited to get into this. Of course, we'll be streaming it. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yes. Oh, I'm like Kyle though. I've read the I've read one only one of the books, and I've watched the movies. But the book I read, I'm sure you said you read all of them. It has a blue cover with a guy kind of like on his knees looking Dead up. Space Martyr. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's the that one I read. That was a great read. That one's pretty crazy. Yeah, because it goes into the religion yeah. of the game, which is eutatology. And mm -hmm. it's a really insightful way of seeing the lore that sets the foundation for the events of the main trilogy of the games. It yeah. really builds it up well. It's so dope because even like the, I, don't, I, I mean, I don't remember the writer of this. This is, I read this years ago. It's like it paints a picture where I've never read a book before and was like, holy shit, like, you know, your fucking ass just clenches, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. So you're just like, man, this is getting crazy right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. But yeah, yeah, Dead Space. 
<laughs> Your guys' hype is getting me hyped. I love that. That's perfect. Oh, I man. could talk about it all day. It's such a yeah. great franchise. Like it, it's so deserving of more. I yeah. I feel a level up coming up when this when Dead Space One remake comes out. That I might have to have perfect. a level up with you guys. Perfect. Talking about yeah. it. We just did a level up for Final Fantasy fourteen, and that was that was really good. I enjoyed talking about it. I don't even want you to wait, Frank. Just just go play right now. No, I think I'm it's on Game Pass for the Xbox. <laughs> it probably is, but I, I'm looking forward to the remaster now. Don't make me don't. disappoint. Be disappointed. In the, <laughs> the thing is, the original game still is a phenomenal game today. Like it's so well designed, and it's literally a timeless game. The decision okay. to have no UI in the game it it's so groundbreaking for the time because yeah. you know you had that so much in every third person over the shoulder shooter and this game eliminates that and it gives you the effect of being the character and that's what i love so much about it god i love that in hellblade when you're when you just have those whispers as your only hint of anything mm. and it just like it gets you paying attention so much more which is funny because it's like oh i have less gauges and yet i'm still paying attention more for like Watch out to your left. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> moving as fast as I can. It's good stuff. Uh surprise hit for me. Battlefield 2042 continues to impress me. Uh, we have the new feature coming out called Portal. Uh, the trailer for it just looks like it's bananas and a blast. Uh, so essentially what the trailer is, what the new feature will be, is you can take any of the assets from any battlefield games, although possibly not police, like we were talking about before. Um and just create custom maps, custom game modes, and have at it. Uh, this looks like kind of like Fortnite's custom games. And if you guys are not familiar with Fortnite, like a player of Fortnite, not necessarily the game, you'll note that those players are oftentimes playing custom games, especially like the younger crowd. They're playing the custom games that like they saw somebody use on TikTok, or whatever, then they got to play it. And it's like this whole thing. Uh, so I think this is a really good way to give this game longevity. Uh, do you think you could be playing Battlefield 2042 and trying out this portal mode a lot? What do you think? What are your thoughts there, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't touched Battlefield in a while. My last one was Bad Company 2. And the first thing I noticed in this trailer was the two maps that, you know, were really prominent for that particular game. And overall, I think having that customization with the game modes, I think will add a lot of replayability. And from what I saw in the trailer, it looked like a good time. Yeah, they they made sure to just like ramp everything up to eleven. You're watching just like, what happens if we throw you know ro like on the thing here? It's like robotic dogs or versus <laughs> yeah, shock paddles versus knives. <laughs> World War Two guys with knives versus like modern day guys using shock paddles who fight who wins. And it was a blast <laughs> to watch. I can't wait to actually play that. It's gonna be a hoot. Uh, Squeaks, do you like games that have these custom maps or do you prefer structure? Uh, I prefer structure to be honest. Yeah. Um, the custom maps are neat, are neat though, because I understand that the uh, the replay playability and the the more people that it, um, you know, it kind of brings in to want to try something new. I totally understand it, but that's just not me. Um, uh, but I mean, overall though, twenty forty two just looks freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this, I think this is a day one for me, no matter what. Uh, I mean, blowing up a fucking atv and just throwing it off the oh like driving yeah it off the building and just letting it blow up in the helicopter you're just like what like endless of what and you can then, do well, and then in this trailer it, it, i don't remember exactly how it happened but like these world war ii guys put a bunch of dynamite on a jeep 
and then put it in some sort of like catapult or whatever and launched it towards a helicarrier and knocked it out of the sky. Like it was just like, yes, I want to be there. <laughs> it looks so oh fun. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a blast. Mm. Squeaks, you were playing Apex Legends for a while. Are you still playing that? Uh, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not very good at it. And it's one game that I'm just not going to give my time to very yeah. much more. Yeah. Why, why do you bring that up though? Well, because we have a new patch coming out called Emergence with a new oh. character. Yes. And okay, okay. Uh, both the character and the patch seem to be uh, themed around choice. So it might have like, he may have like a thing where he can rewind time or something like that. We don't necessarily know yet. It's just a teaser. Um, but they are adding in the new character and, and a new patch. Uh, it looks like it's pretty cool. It's all about change and choice and whatnot. So that might open up some more gameplay modes. Generally, yeah, I'm bad at Apex Legend as well. So I'm not really invested in it. Um, yeah. That's just where it's at. But if you guys are lucky, you guys, there's more coming your way. Now, Kyle, you're not an Apex guy, are you? I'm not. No, uh, my shooting days are pretty much far behind me at this point. <laughs> yeah. What about your dodgeball days? Are those still ahead of you? Probably. I mean, there's definitely some dodgeballs with my name <laughs> on them somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got knockout, knockout City Season 2 starting up pretty soon, uh, starting uh, the 27th, which is, what, two days from there? And actually the day this... No. Yeah, tomorrow when you guys listen to this. Um, I need to try this game out because, man, it is hot, hot, hot. People are playing it a lot. Uh, the new uh, season comes with a new map that has like changing environments. It reminds me of kind of like a Smash Brothers uh, level, basically where the environment's constantly changing around you. It looks like a lot of fun. Are you guys willing to give this a shot? Uh, the season two. I mean, I played I played a little bit of Knockout City, and I don't mind oh, it myself. You? It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty sim- it's simple fun, and that's why I really enjoy it. Um, I haven't played very often. Yeah. Uh, my my uh, as you know, I expressed it to you before off air, but my attention is only on Demon Souls right now. So yeah, I know nothing else is getting any love right now. But um, yeah. So but uh, this is a fun, simple game, and there's a little bit of confusion there at some points, but it's really not like that much to it. And yeah. I think that's one thing that is making this so successful. I get a real uh, yeah. Splatoon vibe from it. Is that accurate? Like, it, is there any kind of like Splatoon cartooniness in there or no? There is, yeah, uh, for sure. Because even like the dodgeballs aren't just simple dodgeballs. You can do like uh, power up balls and you could like throw your friend as a oh, that's cool. ball to toss him kind of a little bit across the map. So, yeah, it does, definitely has that cartoony feel. Okay. Uh, most definitely. I got to give it a shot. All right, Kyle, you yeah. and me, we're going to start up a dodgeball team, okay? I'm there. <laughs> I'll be here back. He's, he's distracted. <laughs> as soon as you said you were playing Demon Souls, he got distracted. That's the deal. He was yeah. like, <laughs> another game. <laughs> and I'm trying to play Demon Souls, guys, but I'm really bad at games. So that's, that's what you we're You can do it, Frank. I believe in you. I, well, I got that Final <laughs> yeah. Fantasy, and the entire time I'm over here on Watch the Lead is like, I just want to hijack stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's a complicated life right now. Now, a game I'm excited for is Lost and Random. This is a story-based game. Uh, where you're leaving things up to chance. You're basically running around. It feels like a Tim Burton style, uh, style game, which I really like. Um, and there is like power-ups and stuff like that that just feel like instead of being so required, they just feel like fun bonuses from what I'm seeing. Um, and then, yeah, there is a level of chance and there's a, like a thing of freezing time. It kind of feels like, hear me out, Kingdom Hearts number one, which is by far the best Kingdom Hearts. So... That's that's the vibes I'm getting from this. I, I'm excited for this. Kyle, you watched the trailer on this. Are you getting the same vibes I'm getting? Yeah, I would say that's pretty accurate. Um, me personally, I got vibes similar to American McGee's Alice, that franchise, if you're familiar. 
uh, same kind of aesthetic. It's like a dark, uh, basically an alternate take on, you know, ancient city civilization. And the art style just was really reminiscent of that. And the gameplay itself, it looked really fascinating. Like it looks like it's taking a lot of elements of random luck RNG type stuff, but also with like deck building and manipulating your deck to get the desired effect in combat, which looks pretty fascinating. Yeah. So it's got like the dice thing kind of reminds me of our D and D matches where it's just like, come on, I need a nat 20. (laughs) I think that would be a lot of fun. That could, that could create some really fun moments. And then yeah, the deck building. I mean, like, oh god, man, me and Squeeze were just talking about how stacked his Pokemon deck is and how I'll never be able to beat it. Um, <laughs> and he's afraid Speaking of my magic of that, decks. <laughs> Speaking of that, I just got a new magic deck today because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on in 2021 anymore. So <laughs> I need a new rule book and everything. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I mean, it's the rules are all over the place. And um, yeah. I, you know, I bought a bunch of magic cards at an auction, and then I've like, I made decks of each color. And I made them with like only rare and uncommon cards. So they're just so freaking, freaking strong. It's crazy. Like the amount of yeah. mana that I have is like the tap mana is almost all my mana is tap mana. Tap, tap, tap. So it's just like, I'll never run out of mana then. And so it's OP as hell. But, and then I'm selling the rest of that Macari app. I love that freaking Macari app so much. Yeah. Has become well, me and you're going to have to get together because I just got this new deck and um, I'm like, you know, your, uh, what do you call those? Um, What's your main guy? I guess they have like numbers on them instead. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't use the yeah, like the Pathfinder, or whatever. I don't have any of those guys. Yeah, you know. But do you know how those work? Yeah. Okay. You I do have. A, I had a deck that had one in there that I was using okay. it before. But yeah. Yeah, you gotta explain that to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you played Hearthstone, Hearthstone uses it a lot. It looks like the Lich King deck and stuff like that. It uses it's the same system with that, where you're like basically mm. you're just like leveling up this one mag- master card that's gonna be OP as hell. But yeah, I'll, I'll definitely go mm. over. If you come okay. camping with us in two weeks, you can play magic all you want. I'm bringing like seven decks to camping. Yeah, I'll be there one day. All yeah. right, you better me text too, me hopefully. and bring your magic. One day. <laughs> yes. That sounds like fun. All right, uh, last game is Grid Legends. Uh, it's a racing game. Grid, cool. Anybody excited for this? Not particularly. Fucking juiced. <laughs> Actually, I would wish they'd bring back Juice. Juice would be really good. That's a great game. Mm, race it mm. for pinks all right uh <laughs> well, that's you play uh live guys i thought we had a lot of good stuff there i mean mostly dead space took over the internet when that was announced and, I, and rightfully so yeah. and then you know we have some really cool stuff there uh the last thing i want to make sure we talk about before we go into our top five is we had the 2021 eisner award winners this is a tradition at the because we have comic-con going on right now if you guys are not aware um and generally the announcements have been pretty soft we folded in some of those announcements here with like michael b jordan and whatnot but the, the announcements have been pretty soft, understandably, with it being a virtual event. But we do have the Eisner Awards, and what they do is they spotlight a they spotlight a a comic book in each of these categories. So I took some of the main categories so we can go over those. Give you guys who are new to comic books or wanting to get into comic books a place to start. Um, before we get into this, Squeaks, is there any particular comic book you're reading right now that you suggest to people? Spawn Universe one. I just bought it today. Like I said, fair, <laughs> the fair. beginning of the episode. <laughs> You're just like anything yeah. Spawn. What read that? Just follow yeah. Todd McFarlane on Twitter and buy whatever he posts. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'll say because uh, so I know King Spawn is coming out in August, yeah. and basically it's going to be like it's revamp, kind of like what DC did, and but well, yeah, Marvel did kind of like revamp. They, they also yeah, recently, they recently, right? Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. So 
Uh, it's been a while since they've done the last one. Um, so Spawn Universe 1 is just a one-off, from my understanding, that's just going to open up that universe, and then, okay, King Spawn comes out, and that's where it's going to continue from. So yeah, that'd be my that'd be my rec. Is it a is it a reset or is it a new story based off of like okay from here on out don't worry about anything that happened before this? I've only read one page, so can't okay. tell you the yeah. Well, that <laughs> one page was research. pretty lacking of information. I just I gotta say, I did, I did resub pretty good for a couple fucking words. <laughs> okay, <Yeah. laughs> I read on the page. I did resub to comics all uh, comicsology. They always get me every few months. I resubbed that. And so, nice. because I that know means I capitalized from it, <laughs> I know you do, and it's the same login. Uh, <laughs> Everybody listening <laughs> to this right now, don't share your passwords, guys. Um, but yeah, actually, it's funny because the game that the, the comic book that won best continuing series, I've been meaning to read this. I, you know, it, it, it's such a great story and stuff like that. So, I it's one of the highlights that I got it for that, and just I wanted to read more Donny Cates and that whole Venom run that he just finished that's like mm. amazing. I got the primary story, but I didn't get all the side one-offs. And I was like, I got to read everything Donny Cates touched with Venom because Venom was so dope. So that's why I got it. So I got it for those two. Um, Kyle, you're not a comic book reader, are you? I'm not. So I'm kind of hoping to get your guys' opinions and maybe give me some good insights into each of these series. All right. So we're going to start off with best continuing series. Uh, Usagi Yojimbo. If you guys are not familiar with this character, actually, Squeaky might be familiar with him from another thing. Uh, in 80, I think five or whatever, they started off his comic books. He's a samurai rabbit in a world of like different animals, foxes, rabbits, whatever. He's a samurai rabbit. He is dope as hell. And it's this classic like seven samurai Japanese uh, storytelling from when like they were nomads and stuff like that, saving small towns. It's really great storytelling uh, done by IDW, which I, I just trust that publishing company so much. What was great is in 2019, now when I grew up, these guys, this comic book was a comic read by the cool kids. Like I read Superman because I love Superman growing up and anything Wolverine was on. But like the cool kids knew what Usagi was. And I knew a lot about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and that's when I saw him because he used to cross over back in the day with TMNT. And do you remember that? Uh, I know you're a big TMNT guy. Squeaks, do you remember the rabbit that used to team up with them sometimes? I actually don't, but I do remember this this rabbit though. Yeah. Um, no, go ahead though. Keep continuing. Yeah. Okay. So in 2019, you know, and they stopped making them, you know, for about a decade. But then in 2019, they brought him back, rebooted the entire franchise, and that's what just won best continuing series. And it's fantastic. So well written, very simple and easy to read, and the art style is always just really good and really fun. And they always do a really good job with the costumes and stuff like that. So that's Yusaki Yojimbo. I can't suggest it enough, guys. Again, I, I think they're on issue like 22 or 23 of the of the rebooted series. You can get in this thing right now, guys. You'd be good. And it's released monthly for $3.99 an issue. It's released monthly compared to like DC that does bi-weekly. So it's kind of nice to have something that's spread out a little bit. So it's not too bad. Did you see that they're making a series of this thing? For Netflix, Netflix is yeah. doing yeah. a series. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. From yeah, my understanding, I haven't seen the, this in a while. That was, yeah, that was actually a Comic-Con too. I should have mentioned that. But um. From my understanding, that'll be like one offs that are within the world of, of Usagi. Mm. So it's going to be these really cool like samurai and ninja stories and whatever from, um, I can't remember what dynasty it is, but yeah, in, in, in Japan. So it's really good. Best limited series. And I keep hearing about how good this is and have not read it. Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. Uh, I mean, this thing has been getting all kinds of rave reviews for being both a very good story and just straight up hilarious. Um, 
it's really, I mean, Jimmy Olsen's the lead, so it's always good to see Jimmy up front. Uh, have you read any of these squeaks? I know these have kind of been around for a while. They, they actually brought this one back as well. Yeah, I don't remember too much of it. The only thing I remember is what, he's like a redhead kind of kid that was always just like next to him? Or yeah, he's always what, been, uh, I mean, yeah, he's always next to Clark Kent I mean, in Lois Lane. You know, yeah, it's been like forever since I even seen that character. So is there is there a new, you're saying there's a new one out? That's a whatever? Yeah. So they have a, he has his uh. own comic book series. He had one back in like the day, like the early 80s, late 70s. But then they, they gave him a new one that's been just winning all kinds of awards. And it's, it's supposed to be kind hell? of funny. Yeah, right? It's been, it's supposed to be kind of funny. I mean, like, it's literally like the title of the series is called Superman's Pal, Jimmy Olsen. It's not just Jimmy <laughs> Olsen. That is funny, and, actually. Yeah, and so it's kind of like being this like average dude next to greatness, you know. And so um, I will be picking that up, adding it to that comicsology list because you know I've got to check up on it. Best <laughs> new series, and they actually had delayed this series because of the delay in COVID, but it's out now uh, along with the Taskmaster series. But the Black Widow series won best new series. If you're looking for something new to get into, and you happen to like that movie, which I I greatly did, I've actually watched it three times now. Um, oh. You guys can check it out. I did. Did you watch it yet? Did either of you guys watch Black Widow yet? Oh yeah, not yeah. yet. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm. I plan to. No spoilers. Oh I shit! Gotcha. Then I spoiled that okay. ending Don't worry a little about bit it. earlier. <laughs> earlier. <laughs> it's all good. It's so cool. Yelena, like I am such a Yelena fan now. Like I can't wait for what she can do. So we'll just leave it at that, I guess. <laughs> um, best publication for kids. So this is the best comic book for kids to get into. It's actually a remake of some classic works. Uh, Superman smashes the Klan. So this is actually uh, a comic book series where, yes, Superman fights the Ku Klux Klan. Um, and I mean, it's this is something they did back in the day, and it's a it's a novel as well. And now it's a they revamped it as a new series again. Um, and it's been highly highly rated for its storytelling. It's supposed to be super good storytelling, and it actually takes place in the '40s. So it's like old school Superman, which is when the stories first took place. So that's pretty cool. I'd it's actually, funny that is this for kids. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's fine. okay, but <laughs> threw me off. I was like, <laughs> I guess this is meant for kids. <laughs> yeah, well, Superman's like that's... original villains on the old radio show was usually the KKK. I see. Like okay. that was like his main villain on the old radio show. <laughs> that's why it like takes place in the forties with like the old like now with Superman. I mean, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm that, looking that at the thing. cover right now, and it's like, wow, this is really meant for kids. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah threw me off you're like oh yeah the superman uh series meant for kids uh yeah he just beats up the Ku Klux Klan and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> not saving puppies and shit he's just literally gonna be being at the KKK all right I guess sure <laughs> all right okay. yeah I agree uh it's 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 definitely an intense subject matter um all right for best writer James Tynan now I now he's this James Tynan the fourth he's a fantastic writer of course but I mean, I, I, you guys know me and Donny Cates. I just wanted Donny Cates to win everything. He wasn't even nominated, which is some bullshit. But um, I will give it to James Tynan because he did the later, like, 86 and on uh, Batman runs. So if you guys are familiar with the Joker Wars, which kind of took the, the DC world by storm uh, right before Future State, that's what he did. He did that where we had, like, full-on Joker in a freaking bat suit that he had stolen and modified as his own and stuff. This really cool story. Uh, you guys, if you guys can need a great place to start with Batman, I mean, start with Batman 86, go through the Joker War where everything like Gotham just is torn apart by Batman versus uh, Joker, and then everything resets with 101 where 
Batman loses all his money. It, it gets transferred over to Lucius Fox and he keeps it with Lucius Fox because he doesn't want any things pointing at him. And he has to just start fighting from uh, fighting crime from like a modified apartment in the middle of Gotham City. Like it's such a good place to start. So good time to get back into Batman, guys. Best cover artist, Peach Mamako. Uh, she made, you know, she did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Something is Killing the Children, Power Rangers. And I actually tweeted out the Power Rangers one, if you guys haven't seen this yet. Uh, she does this really cool, colorful, like anime style uh, covers. And Power Rangers have been killing it lately from Boom Studios. And so she did a different variant cover for every Power Rangers, including the white and green ranger. Uh, I actually, I, I put them on our Twitter and I put on our website the Red Ranger one. Fantastic work. She deserves everything. Uh, so that's it's just super well done. And that's where we'll finish up the Eisner Awards, guys. So if you guys need a good comic book to jump into, Yasagi is my first choice, of course. It's, it's just a continuous story. That's why it's our cover art there. Um, and then, yeah, the Batman's ones are a really good one, too. So that's a good place to start. Damn, I have to buy this girl's cover art, though, for the Power Rangers. Yeah, I'm looking right? at it right now. Uh, it's pretty cool. God, dude, it's freaking badass. I need these in a frame on my wall. Exactly. Now. Yeah, <laughs> all of them are good. Every one of those turned out good. And then, like, the White Ranger one, when you see it being taken off, I think you see his, like, green sweater underneath that he wears when he's the Green mm. Ranger. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, that's double badass. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. Nice. Oh, man. All right. The last bit, guys, we're going into a top five. We haven't done a top five in a while. It's back to school, so all the parents rejoice and all the kids are in sorrow. But let's talk about <laughs> our top five favorite fictional schools that uh, especially we wanted to go to, right? Um, let's see. Uh, we have our five. Let's start with, we'll start with Kyle. Kyle, what is your number five fictional school? So uh, I happen to watch a lot of anime. And of course, Japanese high schools are all the rage. Uh, my personal favorite one, more of a recent entry. Yeah, it's going to be UA Academy from My Hero Academia. That yep. school is legit awesome. Like, I wish I could be a student there, have a superpower, and have this badass dorm that's fully customized to my personality. It would be a great experience to have All Might as a teacher. He's one of my yeah. biggest uh, heroes, I guess, is for lack of a better word. <laughs> and uh, I don't know what my superhero power would be, but... I know if I was a student there, I would love to learn more about it. I just started that series. Really? Okay. Oh, shit. Hmm. I mean, I've just watched the first episode a couple of days ago. Is All Might a nice guy? I really want him to be a good guy the whole oh, time. Oh, he's 100% like, you know, total stand-up guy. Straight up a Superman. Okay. Because yep. nowadays yeah. I'm so jaded that I'm like, he's going to be evil. I hate to invest my liking. Don't break in my heart. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. So I'm like, please don't be mean. Because like at the end, I, could, I don't know the names yet, but when the kid's like, I don't have any powers, and he stops and looks back, I'm like, oh, yes, All Might's going to take him in. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so dope. I'm so excited for you. Uh, it's a great show. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it, and I'm already, I'm already interested in it. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll go ahead and, and go off with our next one then. Mine is going to be, <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid to you guys, Sky High, a classic movie where kids are superheroes and they're the children of superheroes and they have to learn it. So they learn it. High school in the sky. Everybody has, and what's great is the clicks are either you're a superhero or you're a sidekick. And the like Superman of this world, somebody like super great, his kid ends up being a sidekick and it's just like this clashing of clans and stuff like that. Like he's not a cool kid. 
I just love the idea of like the fact that you're not cool is because you're a sidekick. <laughs> I just love that. Like that's not too bad. Robin's badass, and so it just really felt cool. That I know Squeaks. I know you're a Sky High fan. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm laughing as soon as you brought it up because I was like, wow, I have not seen that in so long. That's crazy that you bring that up. It's <laughs> oh, funny. Man. Oh shoot. What is your number five? My number five. South Park Elementary. <laughs> oh my! Wait, that's a high school. <laughs> no, you can choose uh, well, any school. You can school. choose any school. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought pick... it was uh, just high schools oh, for yeah, some you're reason. Good. It's a school. <laughs> I've got some yeah, elementaries just, on here. <laughs> just my days would be just so fulfilled <laughs> if if my buddies were, you know, Stan, Kyle, uh, Kenny, and Cartman. You would do well. Uh, you would do well yeah. in South Park. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking, like, man, the the shitty counselors and the teachers, like, I don't know. I just think it's like, is this yeah. is anybody learning in this in the school? Because it looks like nobody's oh, learning. No. <laughs> uh, What's his man, name? His I, name's Garrison, right? Their teacher's Garrison. Is his name? Yeah, Mister Mister Garrison. Mm, yeah. Mister Garrison. There's one yeah. e- episode where you see him actually like in front of the class teaching him, and he's just teaching him like. Well, see, then the Lannister turned on the Starks, and then he's like going over the Game of Thrones family. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. I would be there for that day. <laughs> That's the type of education I really need here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You would do you would do good in Springfield. Or in yeah, Springfield, I think so. In um, South Park. <laughs> Obviously, I was looking at my list. <laughs> All right, so Kyle. Springfield's coming out for you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, what do we got for number four, man? You know, it's funny that we've talked about power rangers for a little bit because i was actually thinking of angel group high school from the original series yeah Yeah, it's it's good i mean granted i can pick from a plethora of 90s high schools to get like go to but i feel like that was the essence of the 90s for me as a kid like when i was growing up and as an elementary school kid i pictured high school as angel grove high school and i was like i can't wait to go and it turned out to be such a disappointment but at the same time, you know, I was filled with wonder at that time. Cool teen center too, right? Like they always hung out at the teen center afterwards or whatever. Yeah, they're just like, oh. oh man, high school is nothing like that. Not at all. Sadly, we got attacked by so little clay people. What the hell, Punnyman? <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, my number four is going to be Springfield Elementary. Yeah, I let that one leak a bit mm, ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, because everybody's so ageless, they've been they've been going to fourth grade for twenty plus years now. God, thirty years. Oh, I'm so old. Anyways, yeah, thirty two or something like that. You're I think. timeless, right? And then you know, Krabappel's no longer around, but she was she was a great teacher. That was kind of like she's the kind of teacher you know when you like got lucky and the teacher would just put in a DVD or a, or a VHS. She, you could tell, is doing that like every other day. I'm down for that. Um, kinds of, I mean, I would be Willie's friend so fast. The guy that's out there just like doing the groundskeeping. He's just like, he seems so funny. I would just love to hang out with him. And then uh, Skinner's just a pushover. You could just make, I mean, you could just push Skinner around anyone you want. So mm. Springfield, you could run amok and you could be BFFs with Bart Simpson, which is everybody's dream. So that's yeah. mine. Mine's Springfield. All right, and Squeaks, let's hear yours, man. All right. My fourth one is actually the uh, anime reference, The Duel Academy from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, wow. (laughs) So you're you're telling me all I have to do is fucking go to school and play cards. Yes, that's what I want in life. Okay. Which is probably what you did anyways. (laughs) (laughs) And the bathroom rolling dice. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But, um, But, like... 
but I'm picturing like, okay, so I play Yu-Gi-Oh now. Okay. I've been playing it for a little bit and I'm like hardcore into it. Um, invested a little bit of money, a little extra money. money you know? Yeah. But, um, but it's like, okay, now I get to play Yu-Gi-Oh. And like, I wanted in real life, my fucking monsters popping up in front of me. Okay. Oh, That's what we all wanted in real life. So okay, true. Play. <laughs> so I got the dual Academy. That's my number four. Even when like, yeah, when like the Digimon games and Yu-Gi-Oh games and Pokemon games would come out and like they were doing a 3D, it was like, it's all I've ever wanted. <laughs> you know, to see these things in real life. That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's hear your number three, Kyle. So I kind of approached this from a different angle. There was yeah. like particular subject that I felt like I wasn't exposed to enough as a kid, which is music. I didn't take a lot of music courses. Oh, yeah. It wasn't really offered, really as a mm-hmm. full-blown class when I was growing up. So having Jack Black as a teacher in School of Rock, uh, yeah. I would love that's to go one. to that school, that private school. And it's just like, man, yeah. that would be incredible. I would love to go there and learn more about music and have, maybe have more of a passion for it today, if that totally. was the case. Yeah. That, that movie still holds up so well. That's just such a good movie that you can sit down and watch over and over again. That's a good one. Man. And Jack Black, guys, like I've always said it, but like now he's on TikTok like crazy. Follow Jack Black on TikTok, guys. Worth it every time. He does all kinds of things where he's like in his underwear pretending to be Avengers now. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, my number three is Third Street Elementary from the show Recess. Oh, that's a good pick. Mm. Very good pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always loved the Recess uh, show because it showed this like society that existed for one hour a day. And you had like, you know, was it in King Bob that ruled over everybody and you had the Ashleys over there and everybody. And then just like this one group of kids that kind of fell in between all the cliques and did their own thing. And I just loved how organized it was. And I always thought like, oh, I'd probably be hanging out with these ones that are digging or not. Oh, no, no. Maybe I'd be over here with these guys or, you know, it would just seemed like so fun. And then, of course, anytime an adventure happened, it was this grand thing where everybody was involved. Uh it was really good. I think there was even like an episode where, yeah, there was like a Pokemon kind of thing that took over the school and um, ended up making like some of the, you know, popular kids not not popular and stuff. Uh, it's just so good. I really think that show should be rebooted because I think Recess Today is so different than it was back when oh, I was a kid. A, and I would like to see. That's yeah, such how a great idea tackle for the same issues. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so good. And by the way, it is hard to find Recess on DVD, guys. They didn't like do a lot. Hmm. There's a movie that you can find. That's about it. So. Hmm. Recess. It's a classic. All right. Uh, now, Squeaks, off to your number three. All right, my number three. None of you guys are probably going to know this. Uh, Kyle Mike, because he says he watches anime. It's called K-Joy. And uh, I'm just going to say, not going to talk too much into it. You guys are just look it up after this. Okay. Um, let's just say you have to knock yourself off a platform in a big pool using two body parts so that's all i'm gonna say oh my god <laughs> okay <laughs> and yes i watched the whole season i felt like i was invested i was like let me just finish there let me power through <laughs> let me ask you a question squeaks when you played dead or alive were you getting the fighting game or the volleyball game <laughs> I, got, I, I got both okay Gosh, yeah, i was very competitive i was very competitive in the volleyball game okay Gosh, <laughs> yeah. sure you were. If, that sh- if that shit had an online okay <laughs> i'd be rank one rank one i would have all the outfits unlocked okay damn it 
but, uh, but Kjoy, yeah, you guys can look it up afterwards. Kjoy, I, I will, I will be googling this after yeah. after this. Not yeah. on this computer though. I'd like to keep things safe. <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle, what is your number two? So when I think back on school movies, the number one for me is Kindergarten Cop. I feel like oh, nice. that elementary school was so freaking cool. Like that classroom yeah, yeah. where they had like play pens and toys everywhere. I'm like, what kind of kindergarten class is this? Why didn't we get that kind of funding in our school? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, man, they and had Arnold Schwarzenegger as a teacher would be badass as hell. His one-liners are so great in that movie too. <laughs> He he doesn't. It's not like he's even acting at all. He's just like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a small chair. It's such, that's a good movie. That's a good choice. I would never have thought about it. that's a classic. Um, oh man. Okay, so my number two is Greendale Community College from one show oh, that's called so Community. Good. So good. Yes. Mm. Mm. I I mean I'm I'm in college right now and I would kill for a freaking paintball day. <laughs> like I just think that's so cool. It's the reason I wanted to play D and D. Of course, written by Dan Harmon and is just masterfully done. Even the like last season when they were kind of just tying things together with shoestrings was still very good compared to other television shows. Greendale, man, I would give anything to go to that school. It was just so freaking cool. And um, their adventures and uh, again, my dream podcast, I have two different dream podcasts, but one of them is Troy and Abed doing their own like in the morning show would be such a good podcast. So. Um, <laughs> I think that'd be really blast. Uh, just oh man, Greendale, that's a good one. All right, uh, let's move on to Squeaks. You are number two. Yeah, my number two is was already mentioned by Kyle. It's uh, definitely UA, uh, My Hero Academia. Uh, okay. I am. Yeah, I'm definitely caught up on all of those episodes. Um, but yeah, let me explain it. I mean, basically, like they don't they don't show you no episodes about taking exams. You're basically just fighting to prove to be become a better hero. That's all you're doing. You're just not a good test yeah. taker. I feel you, man. I get you. You just want to, I'd rather just slug it out. I feel you. I get you. Exactly. <laughs> How many seasons are there for, for my hero? We're on the fifth one right it's now. On, yeah. Fifth. Yeah. And it's That's about. hundred episodes. Just over a hundred. Yeah. A hundred episodes in mm-hmm. now? Or uh, just over. Yeah. I'm caught up uh, on Funimation, but I don't really watch that one. Whatever. Get mad at me in Japanese because I already watch others in Japanese. I don't have time to be. <laughs> reading. reading. Indeed. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so that that's a good, that's the next question for you. I'll ask it to Kyle then. Sub or dub? For me, it's sub. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a dub guy mm-hmm. myself. I, I, the only Inuyasha do I watch uh, subbed. Mm. But really, um, yeah, that's a dub yeah. for me, actually. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. I just don't want to focus to go, that much. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, same thing. I have to go. Uh, I have to go dubbed as well. I mean, I do watch some subbed, um, but it's like, yeah, if I want to eat something or whatever, I'm not gonna like just keep my eyes glued onto the TV. I'm gonna miss something, you know, if I look down. So I just, I yeah, did a lot of subbed, but now I just gave up on that. You know what's one of my favorite things? Uh, Google's did it. Like, okay, so Google has a video game that's out now. It's just for the Olympics, and if you guys oh, have yeah. played it, you'll notice that it's. Mm. yeah it's yeah. not bad right you'll notice that it starts with like an anime intro i always love anime intros they're so fucking epic <laughs> like it's just so mm. cool <laughs> it always needs to be hyped for whatever the hell i'm watching um like even the Yu-Gi-Oh one's good and it's just like we're gonna play cards now that's great <laughs> uh all right so we're on to our number ones uh i think kyle we're starting with you what is your uh, number one so uh frank this might be unexpected for you but i'm actually okay. gonna pick star trek academy 
Oh, Starfleet. Yo, my God. Starfleet. Why didn't I think Thank about you. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not even on my list, and now I'm ashamed. Damn, that's a good one. I Holy figured cow. that'd be a good one because you would have some thoughts on it. And for me, I'm not a big Trekkie, although it's something that's on my bucket list. I do intend to watch all of the shows eventually. I've only seen yeah. a little bit of TNG, and that's all I've really been exposed to. But I feel like that'd be such a great foundation for expanding my, <laughs> you know, all those uh, scientific engineering tech skills that I've always wanted in my life. Yeah. And what better way to put those to use than to be a part of a star crew, a starship crew? Yeah, and and a lot of that the the teaching on the teaching though that's there is is done through practice. So like you have the Obiashi uh, test where you have to like actually manage a ship and experience what it's like to not have a way of winning, you know, and stuff like that. And there's, there's the lessons that they'll learn from just like the gardener, big, I think his name is Bigsby. He's just the gardener on the grounds. And yet he is one of their favorite professors and he's just teaching them like basic gardening, these starship captains, you know, and it's <laughs> like, I, it's such a cool way of teaching people of like getting them immersed in what's around them. That that's really cool, and of course, yeah. In the end, you graduate, and then you're flying through space. So, plus on that, and, and and like, I mean, the level of education. It's like the masters upon masters that we have today is just like, yeah, day one, you're gonna learn about you know, star whatever the hell's. <laughs> I don't even know the name <laughs> of them is how high they're up. <laughs> so, uh, that's a good one, man. Starfleet. How's it not even on my list? That's upsetting. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. But what is on my list of my number one is Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted. Oh, mm. very good. Very good. Yeah, uh, because I'm assuming I'm going to be an X-Men someday, uh, <laughs> and I'll need to know where the school's at. So, yes. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> this is a school that, that pops out the, the X-Men, of course. Uh, and then what's great is, say, you're not an X-Men. You're just a kid with some weird powers, and you're like, my body's changing. So you go to the school, and while you're there, Storm is teaching you how to, 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 to learn the weather. She's teaching all that. Wolverine's teaching you history because he's freaking lived it. <laughs> Beast is teaching you science just because he's a beast. And I mean, everything's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, oh man. man. Can you imagine Wolverine teaching history is like in my day? Yeah. <laughs> At the start of every lesson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I know the Germans were real bitches in this war because I fought them and killed them. Like, he's, he would only be teaching from war to war because that's the stuff he was in. <laughs> I love Wolverine. I can't wait for him to cast that role. Uh, but yeah, Charles Xavier's School for the Gifted Youth. Uh, all right, and Squeaks, we're leaving it with you, man. And it's on I a high gotta, note. Just got to back it up real quick. Uh, hopefully Storm is not teaching you the weather because she's in Wakanda. Okay, just throwing it out there. Good point. I'm down with throwing that. Out yeah. Throwing it yeah. out there. Uh, my number one, you already fucking know this is coming, is motherfucking Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've already toured the campus before. Let's be real. When I go to Universal Studios, you know, I mean... <laughs> I, you know, they wanted me and I was like, okay, fine. Let me go check out the campus and see the living quarters. Right. So, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I love, I love that world. Oh my God. I love the mystery behind it. I mean, just, I'm just picturing myself like little Harry, you know, just going to Diagon Alley. Just got to get my wine for the first time. You know, I'm just going like, it fucking owls just flying at me like, whoa. Oh, never mind. It's my messenger. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So, oh, just, man. Um, and, and then Hermione comes in, and then yeah, and <laughs> the rest then, is yeah. history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go to the ball together, you know, and kind of do some stuff. But it's uh, less about yeah. you going to Hogwarts and more just being Harry Potter <laughs> at this point. 
Uh, I don't be Harry Potter because I am Team Slytherin. Let's just be that. That's my uh, oh, cane no. back there from uh, Draco's father. God, now I'm drawing a blank on his name. One of these but, episodes, um, we need to take the test, each of us, and see actually oh, what house we'd be going into. I know what I am. It doesn't fucking matter. I'll lie no matter what. <laughs> now, you already know what you've got. What I've do you been got? sorted into Hufflepuff, actually. Hufflepuff, nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah I'll take nice. the test. I'll you know, there out. are tons of Hufflepuff fans out there. Um, when you go to like Universal when, or when I go to Universal, everybody's wearing yellow. I'm like, what the fuck? Hmm. Yeah. Has, there's three <laughs> other colors out there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, okay. it's Ravenclaw, <laughs> Gryffindor, yeah. Slytherin. So, right? Squeaks, yeah. what would Frank yeah. be, in your opinion? Uh, <laughs> I, could, I could see Frank as a Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, I really? As Ravenclaw. I was seeing yeah. him as Gryffindor personally. Yeah, uh, he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Ravenclaw because I think he's yeah he's uh, got that intelligence wittiness okay to solve an issue yeah I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little embarrassed over here guys I'm not gonna lie I'm okay. <laughs> turning a little red right now how Ravenclaw of me <laughs> new idea for a TikTok there you go <laughs> oh god damn I love TikTok I, I'm having a lot of fun over TikTok guys if you guys haven't checked out the Geek Freaks TikTok it's it's a lot of fun over there um I okay now I'm gonna take this test I'm gonna make sure I'm Ravenclaw uh, okay that's a good one and of course. Uh, Kyle, have you been to Universal Studios where they have like everything Harry Potter? Um, I went to Universal Studios before that feature came out, so I definitely okay. wanted to go there with my wife. We're both big Harry Potter fans, and yeah. of course, that would have been on my list. But I knew from what you said, Frank, that Squeaks would choose this as number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, way to give it away before the show started. I think everybody. Well, I mean, I would think we all want to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I haven't nice. watched those movies in a long time. I might be due for actually a rewatch of those. That, that, those are a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just rewatched them when uh, HBO Max came out. They were like, uh, it was kind of like one of those first things when it was a brand new streaming service. And they had all the Harry Potters lined up. You're like, ah, if I can, why not? Let's do it again. Yeah. So. It's just that music. One of those soundtracks. We got to do that too. Where we go over like the best soundtrack or most iconic soundtracks. Because that, that's, that music is so good. Mm. Um, God, man. That's a good to, You know what? I have to take a picture and send it to you uh, this year coming up. But last year for Christmas, we have three trees, and one of them is themed only Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes, Kyle. He <laughs> has three Christmas trees with different themes. I do. And I one do. of them is Sorry. Harry Potter. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sorting hat on top of it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. <laughs> it is pretty dope, yeah. I will admit. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that was a good finish to this episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Um, let's see. We have a Trek Freaks coming out on Friday. Then next week, we have a Pushing buttons with a very special guest on there, I must say. Uh, so check that one out. Uh, and then we actually have one more week of Geek Freaks news. And then we're actually going to go on a two-week break while we all go on vacation. So that'd be really great. So we'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.